0: Hashtag SAFM Talking Point.
1: Right, thank you all for those voice notes that you've been sending in. I also see a couple of messages that are coming through on uh, the Twitter feed, and I'll read through some of those a little later within these this hour. Let me welcome onto the show Mariette Tapan, who is an independent certified financial advisor. She's going to be joining us for our personal finance session this week. Mariette, good morning and thanks for your time today.
2: Thank you so much, Cathy. It's lovely
1: to be uh, on your station today. We're talking about the all-important issue of interest rates. Um, So much that our listeners previously had to say on this question, and it really comes down to, you know, what are acceptable terms for credit that people might be wanting to get their hands on from different financial institutions. But I think what we should do is perhaps start with the basics of what are interest rates and how are those those linked to our borrowing before we get a bit deeper into the conversation. And just before I give you a chance to answer that question, Mariette, uh, remember you have the opportunity you can call in Ask Mariette direct questions. Uh, The number to use this morning, 011-714-2006. That's the phone lines on which we'll be taking your calls. And on WhatsApp, 0614-104-107. Send your messages, uh, voice notes that is, and text messages on that line as well. All right, Mariette, interest rates, what are they? How are they calculated? And what do they have to do with our loans?
2: Well, um, answering your question, um, interest is the the price that you pay for money. So um, that is the easiest way. You go to a shop uh, and you um, buy yourself um, uh, a pair of shorts, and for that uh, you are uh, willing to pay a, a, a price. But the banks, how do banks make money? Uh, you come to the bank and you ask for a 10 grand, And this 10 Rand will then cost you a price, and that is how, and that is what is, uh, that is what's interest. It is the price that you pay for borrowing money. How it is determined is um, that uh, the banks uh, go to the Reserve Bank and they get their money from the Reserve Bank and they have to make money on that money. So um, you, as an individual, wanting to. uh, you know, take on credit or go to the bank and what is the fair type of price that you would pay for um, for, for money um, as an indicator would always be the prime rate. And currently the prime rate is 7%. Um, how does it impact you as an individual? Um, you actually determine what type of interest uh, you will be paying by the habits that you have created uh, as, um, as somebody that spends money um, so the bank will look at your credit uh, worthiness, and uh, on that, they would say, um, as an individual, uh, you need. Uh, we're going to give you your 10 rand, but uh, because of A, B, C, D, uh, we're not going to just charge you seven um, percent, which is the prime rate. We're going to charge you maybe ten percent because of your, you know, your credit rating. Um, so in short, that is what, um, uh, what interest is. It is the price you pay for money. Your behavior actually will then determine it. A good benchmark to determine are you paying too much or too little for your um, money would be the prime rate.
1: So, Mariette, if you have a situation where somebody has, you know, relatively good spending habits, they don't have a lot of debt, they don't miss any of the payments that they need to make, but they are still considered a high risk individual in the sense that they're not getting an offer that is maybe prime plus three or maybe let me rephrase the question in a different way. What is considered? a reasonable <laughs> interest rate for somebody who generally tries to be a good law abiding citizen by paying all their bills on time and managing their credit and i know it's a difficult question but maybe just explore that for us for for, for myself and the listeners
2: yeah i think uh, that is a that is a tricky question because you know uh every every person uh has been you know will be looked at differently uh, from you know from the in, from the financial institutions. So I think uh, maybe to turn the question around uh would actually just be if you are wanting to take on credit, uh what must be uh your uh what must be your spending habits and what must be the things that you have to have in place to ensure that you can actually uh demand the best interest rate which is prime and even less if that is possible. Um, make sure that, uh, as you now mentioned, that you pay your bills on time. Make sure that uh, your income expense, uh, expenses um, is always in the green. Um, make sure that, um, you know, that, you, um, you know, that you build up your record. And obviously, when you are younger and you don't have the, that um, record, Uh, You know, endeavor to at least, uh, when you do take on on credit, uh, do it correctly. Uh, You know, do it um, responsibly and uh, do it with the intention to really make sure that you, you know, keep to uh, the terms and conditions. Um, But, um, you know, if I want to to go and borrow money and I know that I have got a good record, then I will will insist to pay as close as, as I can on the 7%.
1: Mm. why do different credit products have such varying interest rates so you know you look at a home loan versus a personal loan versus a credit card and you're going to be left with very varying ranges of interest rates there
2: that's a very good question I there's two types of of uh credits uh, in my mind when I speak with my clients the one is a um how can i put it uh it's more like an investment and you know uh, like you uh, you know you you do um want to buy a house you want to buy a car uh you want to uh you want to invest you in, you know you want to start up a business so you need to go and um get money to get that business going um so those type of credit which is more like um uh getting the economy going you know making sure that you are uh, acquiring an asset uh, and equity those type of um interest rates are on you know on the lower side uh, so you know uh, as soon as you move towards uh credit that can that can uh, you know that can buy you luxury goods or short term type of uh credit then those uh, type of um, a credit becomes more expensive. Um, so you would be typically, uh, well, once again, the credit card interest uh, would be different from bank to bank and from person to person, but that would be 17% versus then a prime rate for a, a home loan of 7%. So th- I think the biggest criteria is, okay, well, what, what do you accumulate or what are you doing with this credit are you building um you know some assets or are you just spending uh so i think those would be the the two types of categories that will determine what you will pay for uh for credit and then we're not even uh you know so and if you do get into trouble mm-hmm. uh, the more you can pay because then you become desperate and that's where people you know really get themselves in trouble uh by you know using like you know uh, loans Up to twenty two, twenty three, twenty three, four percent. So, you know, I think it is about what are you buying uh, with your Mm, money? mm.
1: You know, one of our yeah, one of our listeners last week said uh, when they got a personal loan, they were paying a twenty nine percent interest on on that loan. Does that sound like something that is reasonable? And can an individual in that position? have any leverage to renegotiate?
2: Yeah, I would definitely uh, advise that uh, one should re-look at uh, at that credit facility. And um, I I think, you know, one's got the responsibility to go and, um, you know, to find out if there's not a reconciliation that one can do with one's debt uh, at other institutions that would be willing uh, to, you know, to give you a, a far better rate. So um I think it is it's very hard. I remember when I bought a home um, many many years ago I'm not going to give my age away <laughs> uh, and the interest rate was 24% on my home loan and mm. I really battled to sure. pay for that mm. So and I think you know um I, I think it is hard to pay such high interest on on, on you know on, on credit and my mm. advice would be to really look a really look at, at you know negotiating or reconciliate uh, one's debt mm, uh, for mm. a cheaper rate and uh, that is also something that if you do have credit that you are paying too much on uh, is make sure that um, you take the time and uh, research some other uh, you know alternatives and options to get your credit for cheaper
1: so so ultimately Mariette the, this idea of going shopping for 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 different deals when you are trying to get credit that is good for you in the long run and it's absolutely something we we have to do so don't go to the first institution that has said that they will give you the loan or that has approved you for a loan
2: yeah that is absolutely the first question is you should ask is why do you want to borrow this money and what is it? Uh, is it what is it for? Is it really necessary? And uh, you know, what? Why? Why do you want to do that? And can you afford? What can you afford to pay back? And then do your research very well, and use accredited, uh, you know, uh, organizations that uh, you know the National Credit Act um, protects uh, you as an advisor. So make sure that if you do go to other institutions, uh, you know, not banking not in the banking but the, the, you know, institutions, make sure that they are accredited and that you know who you're dealing with uh, and that you are uh, protected as, an, uh, as a consumer. Um, but I think the big question would always be um, why do I really need to borrow this money? Mm. Um, what is it for and can I afford to pay it back? And uh, am I going to consistently keep up my reputation as a good uh, you know, good credit holder, um, and to pay back.
1: All right, Mariette, we're going to continue the conversation. Let me bring in from Tabanchu, uh, Lichedi. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Morning and your guest. Yes, morning, morning. Yes, uh, in connection with, uh, I'm still on the topic of interest mm. right. the, on The when it comes to home loans. When it comes to home loans, loans, yes, home loans. Okay, yeah. Yes, there is this.
0: Uh, I, I have three amounts here. The transactions. Mm. The one is called assurance premium, which I understand. The second one is called fees, uh, service fees, which I also understand. The third one, the last one. System interest debit. Is that is system interest debit? Is that also interest that you're talking about? And how do they come to this amount? It's a big amount. Mm. I don't want to write to you. Mm. System interest debit. doesn't mm. go down. Uh, like I'm paying, I'm, paying, I'm, paying, I'm paying more, but I don't see it reducing. Mm. It's reducing, you know, maybe with the rent or sometimes through rent. So let us.
2: Yeah. Le,
1: le, let me ask Mariette to answer your question, Marriott.
2: Um, uh, I must say, the line was not very, very clear. Um, uh, what I could, um, can I just understand the question correctly? And that is that um, there's certain items on the home loan bill, uh, the, the insurance, and then the service fee and the interest. I, I couldn't understand exactly the, the, the question around that.
1: So he's asking how the debit interest—I um, think that's what it's titled—on his documents how that is calculated.
2: Well, the interest is calculated on a, a you know a, a, as a percentage over the the term, and then it uh, you know gets um, it gets built on a monthly basis. Um, as uh, you know, and um, if you pay more, you know, if if I, I don't know if I understand this. Uh, correctly, um, you know, then obviously the, the you know, the way, uh, the, uh, it's very difficult for me to see because I, I don't see the statement, but on the statement, uh, the, you know, the transparency on that document must be very clear as to what you pay, uh, you know, what you're paying per month and how is it affecting your end results so um but the calculation of that uh, um, uh, that amount in, is fixed over a certain period of time unless you have got an agreement to pay it off in different manner but um, it should show on it should not be different on every statement besides except uh, the amount that that is coming down as you pay your interest on a monthly basis mm-hmm. i don't
1: know if I, I don't yeah. know,
2: i don't know if I've answered the question correctly but um I think the best advice would be is to to contact the call center and for somebody at the call center to explain uh to you know that has got the document in front of them to actually take them through each and every transaction so that uh, uh, so that the gentleman can understand hundred percent because it's it's something I can answer the question in terms of you know how it's calculated and when it is then uh you know when it is, uh, when it gets deducted from uh, you know from the the client's account. But um, I would suggest that that would be maybe a good idea to phone into a call centre and say please take me through this um, this particular statement so that I can understand each and every transaction that takes place because it can vary from institution to institution.
1: Okay. All right. Lichedi, I, I think uh, she's managed to answer your question or at least point you in, in a different direction. Okay. All right, thank you so much for uh, that call. Dion in Cape Town wants to know, Mariette, after a bank approved car finance on a specific interest rate based on your good credit profile in advance, is it fair for the bank to suddenly increase your interest rate within hours when you sit at the dealership to sign a car off? And is there any recourse uh, for somebody who's experienced this?
2: um to my mind uh, it if you had a you know if you um, went into a contract uh, with uh, you know with a car dealer or with a, with a finance a car finance uh, organization um I don't think that it is uh, that they can just increase it without any uh, any reason uh, you know and for you to approve it um I think the only time that an interest rate can be increased uh, is if that is if that is in the contract, um, you know, mentioned um, that it would be due to, for instance, um, huge interest rates hikes, but I, I don't think that that is a fair, uh, fair transaction. I think that uh, that the client Dion, that, you can, that you definitely uh, should investigate it, and I think that um, you should go and see what is fair in terms of your contract. But it does, I don't think that one can uh, that that would be something that. That is acceptable once a contract has been signed
1: we are talking finance with mariette tapan who is an independent certified financial advisor taking your calls on zero double one seven one four two double zero six and your voice notes on zero six one four one zero four one zero seven it's 10 30. luanda is standing by with your headlines well, we continue talking finance with Mariette Tappan, who's in for uh, Brian Hirsch today. A couple of your voice notes also coming in. Uh, Mariette, just checking that you're still on the line. I'll play uh, a voice note question that we have for you, and you can respond okay. Thank you very much. Um, I'm still here, Cathy. All right, great.
3: Hi, it's Mr. X in East London. Um, I'd like to find out um, interest rates. Why does the rand appreciate when the US decide not to increase their interest rates? How are they linked?
2: Mariette, um, I think that the, the interest rate uh, is is not um, uh, well. Uh, yeah, the Reserve Bank obviously uh, determine what the the, the interest rate uh, is in South Africa. And although um, I think that the, the uh, US dollar uh, plays a role uh, in, in, in our value of our rand, um, I don't think that um, that uh, the two is 100% related. So uh, obviously, South Africa has got to track what the you know what the uh, the world. Uh, the world is doing in terms of in, of interest rates. And I think that's why we do have good inflows into our country because our interest rates are some of the best uh, in the world. We offer good, uh, a, you know, good rate uh, internationally. Um, so I hope that I'm answering your question uh, in in this respect. Uh, if I understood correctly.
1: All right. So that was a WhatsApp uh, voice note. Unfortunately, yeah. not as uh, somebody who's on the line. So you, there, there's no follow <laughs> up. Sorry, Mariette. That. That's, 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 I was wanting
2: to just clarify the question there. Yes, uh, yes. Because it just came about, uh, you know, in a, in, a, in a roundabout way. But um, I think, you know, our interest rates uh, and what um, what America do uh, on the other side um, yeah, there is a there is a, a, a link, but um, not such direct link mm. uh, as
1: as to what I understood the question to be. All right, Lynn, uh, so. Lynn in Plett wants to know, Mariette, why there different terms for loans. So, why you can pay off a car in five years, and yet a home loan um, can't be paid up in five years; it has to be paid up in twenty years. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think you can you can determine. Uh, well, there's certain uh, terms that you agree to when you go into a contract, uh, but you know I don't think that there's a restriction in paying off your your home uh, in five years' time if that is what you uh, if that is what your goal is to do. Um, so the you know the how, what is it how does it determine uh, is, is, is really I think you know what is your need and uh, what is it that you require so I think each and every ho- uh, each and every loan is um, you know has got these specific conditions um I think you know in terms of homes uh, I think just clearly from an affordable point of view most people uh, look at a home loan as a long-term. Uh, credit facility and not a short-term credit facility. I think it also depends on the amount that you are uh, talking about, because normally when you do a loan, it's not necessary to say that it's going to be the same as as the amount that you would be borrowing for for a home or that you would be needing uh, to pay off a home. So I think... Um, you know the, the, the what you're doing uh, you know, for how long you want to pay it off is, um, I think, determined by that. But once again, the shorter the loan um, and the type of risk involved in that particular loan will determine what the interest rates would be uh, that you would be paying.
1: Let me go to Peter who's calling us from Uppington. Peter, good morning to you. Good day, Katie. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you, Peter. Go for it.
3: Yes, yeah, Katie. Katie, I would like to know, I bought car from i actually i took out something and i got a car from a dealer in rustenburg whereby at the same day applied for the loan for me so now the car i wanted was one of my favorites And the first time when i saw one it was 130 and then there was another one for 170. so i preferred the one for 170. and as to the deal went past i end up uh, checking through my contracts afterwards i'm a truck driver i don't have chance for checking through everything so they assisted me mm-hmm. and at the end of the time I see that they put the value of the card through 183,000 rand. So mm-hmm. that's a 30,000 rand difference and at the same time I gave them a deposit of 5,000 rand. I didn't mind about the deposit but my problem is the amount that I have to pay off the bank of 183,000. How do I go about sorting this out because it's, 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 it's studying me it's not wrong it's not right according to me because at the first time I agreed to the value of the car mm. which was one hundred and seventy not one hundred and eighty
1: three thousand ah oh, all right Peter stay on the line Mariette. um okay, the line
2: uh, sorry Cathy the line uh, was just a little bit uh fine day if you could just
1: repeat the last uh the the, the trun, um the so so so, Latino, uh, so 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 he's saying that the 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 value of the car he was buying was 170000 rand and yeah. when the dealership put it through to the bank they put the value of that car at, at as being at 185000 rand
2: yeah, know that uh, that does not sound right because I mean you agree about a certain amount that needs to be paid That's so I think I would yeah so I think I would definitely go back to uh, you know to the uh, to the car dealer mm-hmm. and look at the contract that you've signed I, I inform, and you can I query, asked, and you can query that I did query with the dealer and the dealer
3: asked me that I must uh, forward the the, the contract to him but I got the contract from them so how is it possible who did you get a contract
2: from from the bank or from the from the dealer
3: yes from the you see that what happened is the bank uh Email me the contract of of, of of the necessary documents, and then at the same time I was like struggling to sign my documents and everything. So I asked the dealer to assist me. You understand? Mm. So, but then the only time, because even though I'm most of the time I'm on the road, so I never get chance actually to to enter. You no, know, as time goes by, I look through my contract and see everything that's going on. So that's when I came to this realization that this car went through for 183, but now as it shows. On the photos because I saw the car on on, on the internet and everything was above board. But at the end of the day, I'm paying 183 for 170, which I I, I don't find the sense in. Yeah. yeah, I
2: I think uh, you know it is um it, it is unfortunate, but um and and once again you know it is so important that when you do uh when you do uh, receive a contact, uh, it is. Uh, it is of utmost important that you fail uh, yourself with each and every little, uh, you know, note that uh, that you sign, because once you've signed it, um, and then uh, to go back to renegotiate um, makes it very, very difficult. Mm. Uh, so I would actually, um, you know, suggest that you, uh, you know, that you. Uh, that you do go speak to the to the to the dealer, uh, just explain your situation to him and ask if, if it's not possible possible to rectify the situation. Uh, but I think that would be then you know just uh, from from you know just trying to uh, to to rectify the situation. But once I think, and I think all the listeners must be very very aware of this fact is that once you signed a document. Uh, then that you put your consent onto it as uh, as, a, as a as a as a consumer, uh, and then to change things is uh, sometimes very very difficult. So uh, you know I'm, I'm really
0: yeah.
2: uh, I'm hearing what you say, and I'm sorry about uh, you know the, the the fact that you know we're busy, we we run around, and I think especially what I want to make clients aware of, and the listeners aware of is that. Um, you know, nowadays, uh, there's a lot of electronic signatures that we, need, that we can sign, so it makes it easier for us to do things electronically because of COVID and working remotely. But uh, do make sure that you read and that you understand and that you agree before you put your signature on any document.
1: All right. Peter, thank you so much. And again, uh, sorry, because it, it does sound like there they could be in the end very little you are going to be able to do to renegotiate. Um, the 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 cost of the value of that car because um, yeah because the contract has been signed but if you perhaps pull up the pictures um, and and take that contract you'll be able to to negotiate something different with that dealership
3: oh, but I can take him to the ombudsman for that
1: yeah let me hear from Mariette if that's an option is that an option Mariette
2: um. I think, uh, as a consumer, you have the right uh, to to not agree with with something um, if there's uh, if there's a valid reason and you feel that you've been wronged. Um, the ombudsman, um, you know, look at things uh, fairly. You know, did you? Uh, so, you know, if you feel that you've got a strong case, uh, then then do what you need to do. Uh, so, but uh, make sure that you put your your, your facts and things. Uh, you know, very clear to mm. be able to speed up the situation. So I think, uh, you know, if you think that you were wronged and you've got some uh, you, you've got some ground, then, you know, you should
1: take it up then. All right. Peter, all the best. Eh? Thank you. Thank you, Katie. All right. Peter out in Uppington and Mariette Tappan, Independent Certified Financial Advisor. Mariette, thank you so much for your time today on the uh, talking point and for filling in for us on the personal finance slot.
2: That was, a, that was a great pleasure, and uh, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, I um, I appreciate that the listeners are concerned about their money and asking uh, all these good questions. Yeah. Uh, and make sure that before you take a loan, you know why you do it and that you can afford to pay it back.
1: All right, fantastic. Thank you so much for that, uh, Mariette Tapan. And as she said make time to read the documents make time to read the documents i know often and that's the situation that peter was describing we simply don't have the time but you've got to make the time because you're committing you know in in these times that extra 200 rand makes all of the difference all right uh, we're going to go then into our personal uh, development session for the week after this